Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everything in between, welcome to another edition of The Ryan Show FM with your host, Ryan Vernell. And we've got three great guests coming tonight, a lot to discuss, so much to get into, so we're going to make this quick. Strap in and get ready for an entire two-hour presentation featuring the voice of Romy Chase, adult actress turned musician, rapper out of Brooklyn, BKG Gutta, and my pal George Radney, a longtime sports journalist who joins me every weekend over at Fox Sports 1280, Rochester for What's Going On. DJ Khalil out of Staten Island on the ones and twos to start tonight off. Khalil. Let's get it cracking, baby. You are now listening to the sounds of DJ Khalil. I'm L-R-E-E, free. That mean I ain't got a word by no and I'm S-I-N-G-L-E again Y'all start hanging out the window with my ratchet friends I'm F-R-E-E Free That mean I ain't got a word by no And I'm S-I-N-G-L-E again Y'all start hanging out the window with my ratchet friends Go, 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 go. To the L, to the O, big glow. You can catch me out in traffic tennis, slam with ya. I ain't popping out at parties, gotta boot me for a show. He say I be living fast, nah, boy you slow. Hey, we hopping out in red lights, twerking on them headlights. She say she can't come outside today, that means she's scared, right? I be put up in the winter, in the summer, pop out at night, bragging on that on top. You better hold his head tight. Anyways, life's great, still good, still eating cake, wishing that a. Got my foot up on they necks as a shoot. On gun, I'm F R E E free. That mean I ain't got a word by no cheat. And I'm S I N G L E again. Y'all start hanging out the window with my ratchet friends. I'm F R E free. That mean I ain't got a word by no cheat. And I'm S I N G L E again. Y'all start hanging out the window with my ratchet. I'm 
better every day. You got that Benjamin Button. Claiming he don't got a girl. You know niggas be frontin'. You don't need no bitch coming up to you as a woman. Ayy, and you a boss, so you hate when niggas waste time. You too pretty to be paused on the FaceTime. Damn, I'm just stating the facts. You hate that like you hate when niggas tell you relax. Something more than just physical It's been a while since you met someone original Word. You spend your time drinking wine in your living room All that good, good, can't find the one to give it to it's a, it's, a shame. it's a shame You see me, see the squad, it's a game, it's a game. You see him, it's a bum, it's a, lame. it's a lame But it's a difference between me and what's his name I swear to God, word the mace I'ma drink this Henny to the face I'ma bring some rain rap I can't let no good go to waste Hey, back, backing it up I'm the king of talking shit, then backing it up Hey, back, back, backing it up Throw that shit over here, girl, that's what it's for what you, say? you know how to go and get a bag, don't you? You know how to make a bitch mad, don't you? Make your ex wanna get it back That's a fact, say a lot of for the bitches in the back, hey I'm the queen of talking shit, then I'm backing it up. Yeah, back, back, backing it up. Throw that money over here, yeah, that's what the box said. I was getting some, get, getting some. Ran down on the bitch, she almost put on her lap. This thing they fucking with me must be sick in the head. Why don't you chill with the beef and get some chicken instead? Got the crown, shut it down, had it hype up in the sick. If she dead, let her lay one, bring more life into this bitch. Looking this good should be a sin. You should call me cinnamon. Cardi B, bad we see who winning, we see who got it You see I'm still in the bank, making deposits You see who switched up sides and who was solid You see who stuck to the code and who forgot it, talk about it You know how to go and get a bag, don't you? You know how to make a bitch mad, don't you? Make your ex wanna get it back, that's a fact Say it louder for the bitches in the back, ayy I know how to go and get a bag, don't I? I know how to get a bitch mad Back, back, backing it up. I'm the king of talking shit, then backing it up. Hey, back, back, backing it up. Throw that shit over here, girl. That's what it's for. What you say? Bing bong. I'm with the kings of New York, and this the theme song. If your pain don't care about son, put your lights out. Know how many homies I seen die when it's nice out. I'm the big daddy king with the raw food. Now what you want, hot? Dope and dog food. Keep it a kilo, no one's hard as me. Birthed out the water, started charging fees. Surfing made backs, make it hard to breathe. So we posted on the ground for the guards to see. Yo, I'm 2G, dapper Dan designed me. Been fresh, man, since the class of 9-3. I put the bean to your bomb, blow your whole melon. Put the beats on your moms, now what the doc selling. Four million on the watch, that's a lot of dancing. 20,000 square feet, that's a lot of mansion. Balenciaga with the boot, stay hating. The whole Coney Island, no, it ain't Nathan. It's crap. Bing bong, bing, little dusty mother. 
you got ringworm. I used to be gorilla, but now I'm King Kong. I'm with the kings in New York, and this the theme song. Oh, you thought this was done? Stupid? Never. You better go and get your guns. I got crack on the track like I'm punch. And the even Biggie would tell you that I'm the one. Stupid, stupid. They said it was finished. Then I made it more popping, and they said it's a gimmick. Stop. I told them your life sucked with your wife's mouth. Guess what? Then I brought Tony Allen to the White House. Saw state to state, and they know my raps. You should have got at me before. Now ain't no holding me back. No. They thought it was all jokes. Ain't even know that I rap. The bullet hit him, and he died. He ain't even know he got clapped. Now I'm walking to the club and drop to the floor. Oh my Don't God. let the internet fool you. You'll get rocked in the jaw. They asked if I could do it again. I told them, bet me. A billion on TikTok. Don't ever disrespect me. Loopy though. Stupid. Nah, you else. Talking like it's just you and me I'm just saying how I feel, man I ain't one of the Cosby's I ain't go to hell, man I guess the money should have changed them I guess I should have forgot where I came from Wait till I get my money right And you can't tell me nothing, right? Excuse me, was you saying something? Uh-uh, you can't tell me Nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Uh-uh, you can't tell me nothing. Let up the suicide doors. This is my life, homie. You decide yours. I know that Jesus died for us, but I couldn't tell you who the side was. So I parallel double park that motherfucker sideways. Old folks talking about back in my day. But homie, this is my day. Class started two hours ago. Oh, am I late? No, I already graduated And you can live through anything if magic made it They say I talk with so much emphasis Ooh, they so sensitive Don't ever fix your lips like collagen To say something where you gon' end up apologizing Let me know if it's a problem then Alright, man, holla then Wait till I get my money You saying something? Uh-uh, you can't tell me nothing. You can't 
can't tell me nothing. Uh-uh, you can't tell me nothing. Let the champagne splash, let that man get cash, let that man get past. He don't even stop to get gas. If he can move through the rumors, he can drive off of fumes, cuz. How he move in a room full of nose? How he stay faithful in a room full of must be the pharaoh seeing tune with his soul So when he buried in a tomb full of gold Treasure, what's your pleasure? Life is a uh, depending how you dress her So if the devil wear Prada, Adam, Eve wear Nada I'm in between but way more fresher But way less effort Cause when you try hard, it's when you die hard Your homies looking like why God When they reminisce over you, my God right along folks this is indeed the ryan show fm with your host ryan Vernell, and it's been a while since we've had a lady on the show it's about damn time We're usually stuck with a bunch of idiot dudes sitting around bantering but we can finally ask a lady questions don't be creeped out right away nothing too crazy she's a music creator she's a content creator she's a former teacher and she's hanging down in las vegas right are you in las vegas right now yes i moved to las vegas very recently very recently. Okay. Well, we're going to get into uh, into all of it. Romy Chase is here for the first time ever. Welcome to the Ryan Show FM, Ms. Chase. It's good to have you here. How are you tonight? I'm great. I'm looking forward to the show. So, finally starting. <laughs> That's it. People have been sitting and anticipating. We've been playing some music with DJ Khalil. And Romy, I didn't know that you could sing. Well, we didn't really have some pipes on you, but we didn't know that you were a literal singer how long have you been singing for? I've been singing since I was literally a toddler. Um, I was probably about five years old when I had my first performance. <laughs> During, you know, it wasn't my anything serious. It was just like a school play, a preschool play. But that was the first time I ever performed in public in front of an audience. Did and you do well? Yes. And shortly after that, my father get, uh, got me some, you know, singing classes and piano lessons privately so that I could practice and get better. And I started doing, you know, performances at a local theater, um, at a basketball game for my hometown team where I'm from. So, you know, it's it's been a while, but unfortunately it quit <laughs> when I was 15. And now I, I am just now getting back to it. So. So you never actually pursued it? No, this is this is the first time I've ever thought about it seriously. I always wanted to. It's always been my dream. I always felt like I belong on stage and I, I need to be performing. But I was never in a position to actually really pursue my dream. And now I finally am. So that's what I'm doing, you know? It's uh, one of the hardest parts because we deal with a lot of independent artists. Everyone's always sending me their music, trying to be heard. But it's hard without building a platform. You already built a platform. 
So I'm sure that a lot of your fans are listening, but there's some that aren't. Miss Romy Chase has built quite a career as a starlet and adult entertainer. So, I mean, you're killing it. You have a, a, a built-in fan base and following now to listen to your music. So besides that, how else does being successful in the adult entertainment industry help or not help you with your music career? Okay, so one thing that's really important to understand is when you create a fan base around something, they're there for that. Majority of the people, okay? There are obviously some diehard fans who are a fan of you, not a fan of a niche that you're in, and they are ready to you know, support whatever it is that you're doing. But majority of the people are not like that. So, you know, just because I had built a fan base doesn't mean everybody's converting and listening to my music. Matter of fact, it's been extremely rough <laughs> trying to get people to convert. But, you know, the, the, the diehard fans are always there. They're always there to support. And we are, you know, we were popping on on uh, the algorithm, uh, the algorithms pushing the song, you know, the song is reaching a very wide audience outside of the United States as well. So, it, you know, I, I'm trying to get new people to see what I'm doing and, and become a fan of, of mine through music. What uh, country, what country is the song popping in? Uh, well, my top country is obviously the United States, but there is also Germany, there's Canada, there's Finland. Um, Those loyal German fans. It's got to be the German fan base. German, Germany, I think at this point is my number two country. So they're def it's def my new music is definitely reaching my German fans. They're um, real loyal. They're diehard, those Germans. <laughs> yeah. You know, in this day and age with the internet, it's, it's, it's not that hard to reach, you know, people in other countries, which is really awesome. I love connecting with people from different countries. I love learning about new cultures that I haven't, you know, I'm not familiar with. So to me, that's just beautiful and I couldn't be happier. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking here just for the audience to be aware the song control it's out everywhere. Now we're going to play in just a few minutes and go to a quick break. Cause we do have a lot to talk about, uh, but you know what you, you talk about how, the audience doesn't always follow through. They're loyal, but only to a certain point. However, right. I do notice that a lot of adult entertainers have opened up OnlyFans, which is a whole new level of loyalty when you can just go to Pornhub or other places and get it for free. So that being said, I feel like you got to trick these perverts and get them through OnlyFans. We got to put out the music through there and they have to click the link. If they want to see something, they've got to support the music. That's what I think. My, my OnlyFans uh, fans, especially the top tippers, have come through tremendously. They, I, I be, you know, I, I do campaigns on there, trying to raise some funds for the music because let's be honest, it's not cheap making, you know, new music all the time. And the fans have been very generous, I must say. So I, they are definitely very supportive, and you know, they're downloading Spotify and what whatnot. So I, I couldn't be more grateful. But I, I do want to go back to, uh, because you were asking, like, how did the adult industry help you or not help you? Mm -hmm. I want to say this, just for the record, set the record straight, talk bad about the adult industry ever, because yeah. the adult industry helped shape me not only as a creator, but also as a person and as an artist. It gave me a tremendous boost of confidence 
it you know put me in a position I've never been in before. So you know whatever it is whatever new things that i'm going to get into in the future i'm always going to be shouting out the adult industry because it's it's just been such an awesome journey you know there's a lot of haters but overall the positive feedback and the love has been just overwhelming so i just wanted to put it out there you know and that's different than other uh, entertainers that we've had on the show not everybody looks back so fondly on their experiences working within it or whatever. Uh, but you know what? Let's hold that thought because there are a few questions that I'd like to get into, but we're going to play your single control right now. And uh, about this single, is there anything that we should know about it? First off, was it you that actually wrote it? It's okay. We can be honest. We had ghostwriters, but was I it have, you that wrote control? I have wrote control 100% by myself. This was my first lyrical project ever. And I also composed the melody for it as well myself. Oh. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a very uh, it's very it, I, I did it myself, you know, with the help of a, a Grammy nominated producer, Baby Brown, actually. And oh, wow. okay. yeah, I created Control. I started creating Control actually back in Miami when I was still living there. Um, and that's why you're gonna hear a lot of Caribbean influence in the beat, um, a lot of Arabic, Indian, and um, you know Anglo-American influence as well, because I wanted to create, for my first song, I wanted to create something that everyone can kind of rock with. And it, the track is 100% me. Um, the lyrics are definitely embody my personality. I'm huge on you know self-growth and uh, being in, in control of your, of your future, of your present as well. So yes, the, the track definitely embodies who I am and I'm supremely proud of it. <laughs> so I hope you guys like it. <laughs> well, it really comes from the heart. If you wrote it all yourself, the lyrics, the music, who did you write this song for? Who, who did I write the song for? Yeah. If you, if you'd have to say, did you write it for yourself? Did you write it for a certain group of people? Maybe for somebody out there listening, who'd you write the song for? I've, I created the song for everyone, honestly, for my fans, for myself. Um, it was a little bit of a, a, a personal challenge for me as well, you know, trying to see like, can I do this? Like, can I really come through like that? But I generally am a fan of creating, whether it's content or music or whatever it is that I'm creating. I love creating stuff with meaning that has a, a message. Um, and that is why I wrote Control. I feel like people need to hear more music that carries a deeper message. Um, Love it. So, yeah. So here it is. Control. Romy Chase. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is the Ryan Show FM. We'll be back right after this song. DJ Honky Wonky on the ones and twos. Hit it. We'll be back. Confusion they keeping you stuck in the 
are back. This is the Ryan Show FM. And for the creeps that are here listening, you know who you are. Those that are subscribed to OnlyFans everywhere around the world, that song was written for you. That was Control by the great Romy Chase. Adult entertainer. I don't even want to say turned musician. She's really a musician turned adult entertainer turned musician. She's back to a real calling here. She's here to make music for you people out there. And it's been an exciting ride. You mentioned that you don't have any regrets. You enjoy the adult entertainment business. And I wonder, how has it changed? I mean, we see OnlyFans out there now. I remember it's changed. I look, I've been a fan since I was a kid. I've been looking at porn, right? And it's gone from what? Sitting on a computer waiting for hours for it to load up to a cell phone to now every single girl you went to high school with has an OnlyFans. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy, right? Um, but with all these different iterations of it, do you still see it? as a positive thing or, or what do you take from the whole evolution since you've been involved in it? I think it's absolutely amazing because it's giving women and men as well. It's empowering us to, you know, embrace our sexuality, to be our own boss and to really, you know, get out there. Cause it's not easy to just like, you know, show your naked body for like thousands of people to see. You know what I mean? And, and let alone, you know, get somebody to actually pay for it, let alone pay a lot of money for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is definitely very empowering. It's definitely a, a huge confidence boost, um, in my opinion. And I have never been more fulfilled and more empowered and liberated as a woman than I am right now. So um, you weren't pushed into it by anything crazy, because that's one of the great criticisms you hear that. It's girls that might be trouble and they get pushed into it. I mean, what was it like first joining? You mentioned how hard it is, right? To be able to take your clothes off on camera. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Unless that camera is very hidden away, right? Hopefully nothing leaks. But that being said, um, like that first experience, like how does something like that go down? So basically, how did I get into it? Yeah, how did you get into it? <laughs> okay, so I am originally from Poland, and I immigrated to the United States in 2017. Um, for those of you immigrants out there, you know how it is. It takes a long time to process with the immigration services in this country. It takes, you know, often a couple years um, without, you know, the social security number and, you know, the whole like work permits and all that stuff, you can't really get a job. So you just kind of sit here and hovering, hoping, you know, that you can pay those bills. So that's kind of what happened. I, you know, I had quit my teaching job back in Poland. I, you know, I had gotten my master's degree back in Poland. I started my teaching career and everything. And then eventually I just was like, I can't do this. It's not for me at all. So I literally just dropped everything I had in Poland. I sold everything I had and I moved to the States with barely any plan, really. <laughs> That's how crazy I was wow. at the time. And, you know, eventually the, I, I busted my head on, real, on reality. I'm like, I got to pay bills. You know, I got to I gotta do something, you know. Yeah. So instead of, you know, just trying to just get like an illegal job somewhere, I started doing... Uh, a lot of fetish wrestling, which I wrestled like scrawny guys. That's like what? Yeah, four, four, eleven, ninety pounds. You know, man. What? And Sign me up. Where can you? This is insane. This is a real thing. Where is this? It's a thing. It's a fetish. Um, oh, it's a fetish thing. Oh my god. So Get in trouble. I am a hundred and ninety pounds. You know, five four. I'm not tall, but I'm big and curvy. 
So it's definitely a fetish. I started doing a lot of fetish wrestling for money. Um, and then eventually I got into glamour and boudoir photography, um, started doing a lot of gigs. I'm sorry know. to get back to the fetish wrestling, but was it stage wrestling? We all know wrestling is scripted. Or were you really taking these dudes on? It, it was kind of both, like 50-50, really. Half of it was scripted. Half of it was just kind of going along. This is like in front of people, in front of a big audience? No, so this was for videos. I actually, it's an interesting story because I actually got scammed. I didn't know I no. was to the wrestling thing. I, I mean, okay, this guy reached out to me uh, back in Florida, and he's like, I'm making a documentary about, like, uh, what's the word um, of martial arts and you know, like uh, <laughs> teaching women how to defend themselves and stuff. And we're going to film yeah. that and have this documentary and he was paying pretty well. So I was like, all right, you know, kind of desperate, you know, I got to go get that money. So eventually it turned out later. He didn't tell me I signed a release and everything. And he didn't tell me this was a for a fetish site. I yeah, you've, got, you've got some serious cojones. <laughs> Going to meet karate masters for fetish porn? Do you have like insane fighting experience? Or just being in Poland teaches you that? I didn't think Poland was that crazy. I mean, I, I had no experience in wrestling whatsoever. This was like for beginners and stuff. So, you know, he paid me and I later found out actually a friend of mine found my videos. No uh, way. Um, on fetish sites for sale, you know. And so they can't even, I mean, they shouldn't be there in the first place if they're going to criticize you. Or were they like, yo, were they your fan? Did they hit you up like, yo, good work? Well, I, they just found it and they just showed it to me, you know? And I just, I didn't really understand what was going on. And then I later put two and two together and realized that I got scammed. But I oh. actually continued doing it and I didn't say nothing because I needed the money. So I- After you found out, you knew. <laughs> after I found out, it was- Because I was fine with it. I, yeah. I was cool, you know? Um, and- Eventually, I just, you know, I started doing glamour and the mm, boudoir shoots, and I started opening an Instagram, and it took off for me fast with the followers. And then, you know, a couple months later, I was like, I got to get into this full time. And that's how I started. So Instagram really helped blow you up. Instagram was, and is to this day, my main platform. Um, I wasn't able to get on OnlyFans until like 2019 because, again, I needed to have a social security number on all that stuff. I needed to be fully processed. But oh. in 2019, I was able to finally, you know, start making money on OnlyFans, which took off for me fast. I made my first million dollars maybe like a year and a half later. Wow. So, it was Congratulations. <laughs> and to you. all the young ladies out there wondering, this is why Miss Romy Chase has enjoyed the <laughs> entertainment business. And this is the thing. It, it's like you've only got to see the really good stuff, I feel. You mentioned starting in 2017. Some of the horrible stories that we hear came from years and years ago. And then there was this gray era, I feel, where it must have just been really hard to make money before OnlyFans. I mean, what, what are the other ways and, like, the best ways to monetize the adult film industry in this day and age besides only fans right now yeah at this point in time there are plenty of subscription platforms that you can choose from there are sexting platforms there are cam sites where you can you know do live shows there are plenty to choose from so i wouldn't really recommend a, a particular one hmm. but i you know there are sites like only fans there are campsites there are sexting apps uh there are 
foot fetish sites where you can sell foot photos and you know things like that so so you can definitely monetize adult content but you know the problem is that people think remember when the pandemic started and like everybody just hopped on OnlyFans because they thought they could they could just make all this money like immediately so <laughs> for those of y'all who are actually considering anything like this it doesn't necessarily work like that you don't just hop on the site and make a million dollars okay you have to this is a real job and it requires a real commitment so you know just like you would treat any other business you have to put in a work oftentimes more than a regular nine to five so just you know just so, so that y'all know that it's not like you know let me just hop online and make a hundred dollars an hour you know what i mean <laughs> Did that affect any of the girls that were doing it for real and professionally, or were you just laughing at all these wannabes trying? I personally, oh, there, there was a little bit of worry, you know, in the industry. Some girls were like, oh my God, the market's getting oversaturated. But I've always kind of thought about it as, you know, a market can't be oversaturated if you're the product, because mm. there's only one of you. There's no competition. And that is why I always teach because I, I do a lot of coaching on the site as well. I have my coaching girls where I teach women how to make money online, how to monetize their, you know, their, their, um, their looks or whatever it is that they want to do online. It, you know, if you're the product, the fans are the, the fans are there for you. They're a fan of yours, not the niche that you're in. The niche could be oversaturated but there's only one of you. So I didn't see it personally. I didn't see it as any kind of competition at all. Matter of fact, during the pandemic, my earnings earnings quadrupled. Wow. Quadrupled, <laughs> not doubled, Insane. not tripled, quadrupled. <laughs> and this is across all the different apps and all the different streams of revenue or just OnlyFans? Oh, this was just OnlyFans. Wow. Just OnlyFans. I have never been a fan of you know, being everywhere being available everywhere possible. Um, I think it takes away from like that uh, luxurious experience um, because you can now, you can oversaturate a market with yourself. There, there can be too much of you on the internet now. Exactly. So I've always kind of stuck to one, to one to two platforms at a time, one being the main one, which is OnlyFans and another one a supporting site you know because not everybody likes only fans some people just general just don't like it just hate it you know so i have a, another one as like a supportive supporting platform like a, a supplement <laughs> makes sense i mean not not only were people just stuck inside and had to look at porn you were literally not allowed to leave your house but only fans became mainstream everybody from high school had only fans so all of a sudden it was where you were going so that all of the actual porn stars could cash in. That makes sense for you to quadruple your OnlyFans money. That's crazy. OnlyFans has changed the porn game forever. And it's never going to be like it used to be ever again. So wow. you might want to get used to it, you know, having to tip girls for content. You know, you want to jerk off, you got to pay for it. <laughs> you got to pay the toll, troll. <laughs> At this point, that's it. This is the Ryan Show FM. We're going to go. Uh, actually, we're going to play some funk. We're going to hit you with some funk. We've got Honky Wonky on the ones and twos. We've got Romy Chase in studio. We've got a long night ahead and more questions for Romy. I want to know more about a teaching career. Is there a future in teaching? We're going to find out soon. Don't go nowhere, folks.
we're back, folks. If you're a listener of the show, you know that the Alpha Metaverse is pretty much just as good uh, as real life. If not, it's better. Go to alphacityofficial.com. Romy, let me tell you, this whole Alpha Metaverse thing, do you know anything about Web3 and throwing on the Oculus glasses and escaping reality? I, I have Oculus. Um, I've you know played a couple games. I mostly purchased it for like some kind of a interactive workout <laughs> nice um, but ever since i honestly forgot about it thank you for reminding me because i moved to this new house i bought this house maybe in march february end of february march Ooh, congratulations okay thank you i actually haven't unpacked my oculus yet so I, i'm gonna have to dig into the boxes i know don't come for me i still have boxes unpacked unpacked after almost a year but you know <laughs> not just you a lot of people i feel like i bought the oculus and i hadn't really been using it it was the future to the present to the past but now it's the present again miss romy um to anyone out there listening go to alphacitymeta.com this is not just the future of the adult entertainment industry right now there's all these augmented reality porns you can watch but it's the future of business and of concerts you can go to the alpha city metaverse concert hall in a 200,000 person arena and sit amongst the freaks and geeks and watch some of your favorites from Bob Marley. That's right. Bob Marley is back alpha metaverse style and a whole bunch of other good stuff. It's pretty cool stuff, Romy. I got I to you know, send you the links to check it out. And maybe one day we can have you perform control amongst the people in the cyber world of alpha meta. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that's fun, actually. It's, that's fun. That sounds fun. Mm -hmm. Well, we got to make an avatar. Has there been an avatar interview yet? Did I what? An avatar. Did Where I they create, it? yeah, like a 3D avatar of Romy Chase. I haven't had that done. I try to get into NFTs for a little bit, you know, but. um. Good thing you didn't. I tried to tell they were all scanned. Right. I generally, I, I'm like huge on research and like a large part of my success is because I'm absolutely anal about research and, and learning you know um and yeah. it, i didn't feel i didn't feel confident enough to to start it and then i just dropped that idea so because you, you have a good sense of business that's called a gut feeling a lot of these yeah. nfts it turns out were just scams now they seem to have legitimized the whole thing a little bit more at least but back then i guess they couldn't track it from what i understand they couldn't like a lot of celebrities are getting sued uh for endorsing. yeah like for endorsing certain, you know, companies and stuff. You know, it's like you said, you do your research. A lot of people just endorse, like myself, I've endorsed vegan products and meat products in the exact same sentence. <laughs> I'll do whatever I'm paid to say. But that's the problem is that idiots like myself that get paid to say whatever actually find themselves in trouble. Now, I saw what Bieber's in trouble. Um, and then you look at this whole Forex situation. So many different celebrities, huge trouble. Yeah, I, I'm like I'm a big fan of just thinking about the bigger picture. So, it, you know, I don't I hardly ever do really anything like on a whim. Um, part of that is because I am actually I don't know if I well I'm gonna just go ahead and share it. I am a high functioning borderline personality. Um, I've been diagnosed with borderline personality maybe seven years ago. Eight years nice. ago. So that's like a badge of honor in this day and age. Good for you. Uh, it's it's just definitely been a battle and you know, a lot of a lot of therapy, a lot of self-reflection, a lot of reading, you know, how to get yeah. better. And so right now, like I try to stir um away from just like doing things on a whim. 
because it's easy to get carried away with that kind of stuff. Mm. And I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to mess up my, <laughs> my future, you know? So I just, I generally just do a lot of research and a lot of reading, you know, before I start anything new, any new project really. It's good for you. You're a better girl than me. I'm boss <laughs> of the wall, super impulsive. Have an idea, go right to it. Don't stop. Yeah. But, It'd be but like that being said, <laughs> Romy, you've got a really good thing going. I YouTube you. First thing that pops up, hang on, I want to make sure I get the lingo right here. <laughs> Companion doll. <laughs> yes. Love that. So how do you get into that? Who is it that approaches you to make your own companion doll? Oh my God. What are the, I should ask this. What are the qualifications to having a companion doll made? I think, I mean, you have to be a notable person. You know, you have to have a fan base, obviously, because you need to be able to market it and it needs to be able to sell. Somehow. So it could be, does, does it mean you have to be a porn star? Can you be literally anybody? Uh, I, you don't have to be a porn star. I mean, they, I'm pretty sure they have like some kind of celebrity doll somewhere, you know, you don't have to be a porn star, but like how I got into it, it's like this company only dolls, they reached out to me and, um, you know, with the proposal, they really like, they really liked my presence online and how I do business and, you know, what I've achieved in a short period of time. So they reached out to me and they, you know, asked if I was interested and then we renegotiated the terms and here we are, you know, we created this doll. It's funny because it's not funny, but, uh, it's actually interesting because we use the, the same technology for the face, uh, the facial yeah. scan, the 3D facial scan is the same technology that they use to scan um, athletes into like FIFA or Madden. Amazing, so it's, the Alpha Metaverse. It's the same, it all comes full circle. It's so cool, like I literally went over there, that was back in Miami, um, went for the laser scan and they sat me down and put like hundreds of like uh, black circle stickers all over my face and neck. And then just like scanned my entire face into the computer, minus wow. the hair and stuff. So I literally saw myself bald and that was very traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me not to ever shave my head. <laughs> you know, if I ever have a mental breakdown, <laughs> don't ever shave my head. Cause that was mm -mm, no, sir. That's it. Well, you've already got the therapy part figured out. So you don't got to worry. <laughs> and, and then in, in terms of, of getting something like that, that's a, that's a serious process for them to bring you down to Miami, scan you like that. And it's, you mentioned hundreds of them, like everywhere. Like this is a full on replica. Every single part of this doll is exactly like you. So the doll's measurements are accurate, but they are scaled down a little bit for easier, easier handling. Oh, um, that's not right though. But I bet your fans are hating that. Well, first of all, none of my fans, nobody. I don't care who you are. Nobody can lift a 200 pound dead body. <laughs> yeah, Yo, I didn't even think about that. That shows how sick I am. You know, the yeah. fact it's, it's not moving. It's right. Oh right. So it's, you know, if you, you can probably maybe somebody that's strong, maybe they can lift me, but I'm like, no, you don't, that's not, you don't want that to be a fan anyway. That's like an ogre. Someone <laughs> lifting up and having sex with a 200 pound limp. Right. So it's, you know, it had to be scaled down for easier handling so you yeah. can actually put her in the position that you want and, and all of that stuff. Um, but it is very accurate. It has, she has the tattoos that I have as well. Nice. Um, the same kind of makeup, um, the hair, you know, everything is, is accurate. It's just a little bit scaled down, but it's, uh, what's the word? Anatom anatomic 
Clee and anatomically anatomically atomic anatomically accurate oh yeah it's yeah. explosive and, and i shouldn't have said that the fans hate it because if you look at the youtube channel the fans are obsessed i look they at youtube it. comments I, I, they're digging it i recently had a fan who purchased the doll and then he reached out to purchase some outfits from me so that he can put my own clothes on the doll um wow. or some lingerie, some socks you know things like that and it's really fun i love that because i really you know this this is as close as it gets it doesn't get more it doesn't get closer than that you know no that's well i mean i would protect your hair if you're near this guy you talk about trying to keep your hair this is the kind of fan you want to keep at least six feet away a COVID fan yeah wow so on that note, before we, I, I do want to have one more quick segment with you. We got our next guest, BKG Gutter, Brooklyn Gutter is on the way. Um, and I have to ask you some more questions. But on that note, the creepiest person, place, or thing. Now, let's just go right for the person. Creepiest person that you've met along the way, whether it's a, a fan or an OnlyFans, someone um, in the confines of the adult entertainment world, whether it's a fan or a person, who is it that takes the cake? Um... I would be that last guy because he's a big spender. I get it. <laughs> I would say the creepiest fan, um, a couple actually. One of them was not a fan, was actually a stalker that ended up trying to um, actually kill me. Jesus. And I had to fire a, file a police report. Um, what do you guy. mean, tried to kill you? Like, I mean, if you're allowed to legally get into details, we don't have to get any psychos ideas. <laughs> So what happened was uh, he actually sent me a, a photo of his penis on Twitter. Oh, and, that's standard. Right. That's well, Twitter. You know, I, yeah. Well, you know, I generally ignore it or block, but I just wasn't in a good mood. And I responded with a puke face. And that started <laughs> a six-month stalking journey uh, where he would sign up for every single platform, pay to insult me, message me in every email, every social media, describe in, in gruesome detail how he will murder me, uh, he'll burning, burn me alive. And I was scared because he was actually in Miami and I was living in Miami at that time. So I was scared that he would actually figure out where I live. And what happened was he would post videos of himself charging at a palm tree pretending that palm tree is me and he would like beat up the palm tree and get like rip, rip the bark, the bark, whatever the bark off the palm tree and just like punch it and like pretend it was me um, just to like intimidate me and scare me. And I eventually did call the police, but unfortunately I wasn't able to press charges because um, our system tells us that we have to reveal the person that you're suing has a right to know who's suing them. So the person would absolutely get to know my real name and my address. Oh <laughs> so my unfortunately, that's counterproductive. That is horrifying. That is horrible. So I had to drop the charges because I wasn't trying to have my name and my address out there like that. You know, you need to find a great lover of trees. Somebody <laughs> that if they saw that video of him destroying that palm tree would have your back in a but second. That guy was absolutely scary, and it was a very traumatic uh, experience. But um, the second person, I have an actual, actually, uh, I, I used to have a fan who would buy farts in a jar, <laughs> actually. Parts in a jar. I'm not familiar. What does that mean, parts in a jar? 
Oh, farts. farts in a jar. Oh, that's standard. That's Twitter. Is it really? Because it's really not that common. Like everybody talks about it, like it's a like, like it's a thing, but it's really not that common. No, to that one girl cashed in though. We all saw that girl go viral. Right. No. Yeah. There are people who you know make a living off of that, but again, yeah. this is still not a common thing for you to just drop five hundred, seven hundred dollars on a jar with a fart in it. You know. <laughs> and and you know, how does that work? You have to like literally document it. Like an NFT for proof? No, like you just fart. I mean, if you want extra stuff, like you have to purchase it separately. Like if uh, you want a video of me doing it, like that's very expensive now. Oh, it has to be. Yeah, that's that's at least $5,000. Right. So, you know, it, yeah. But um, he definitely had all, all kinds of different fetishes. There was also a guy who had a fetish for sprained ankles and and um and wrist. that's the creepiest guy yet we ask you who the creepiest fan is that's him because why would that be why so they can't run from him uh he just had a, a first aid kit fetish he liked the wow bandage and like band-aids and all that stuff and he liked the smell of the rubbing alcohol and he always wanted to me to describe the texture of you know the, the band-aid how does it feel on my on my wrist like Pretend like it's broken, like, oh my god, it hurts so bad, like crying. Wow. <laughs> so there's there's that. You know, there there's been so many, but these are these three, I just I just remember them for whatever. That's reason. something else. Like the, the whole rubbing alcohol, I would happen to that poor man <laughs> to induce a fetish like that. My God. We're gonna leave you the listeners to think about it. Find us on Instagram at the Rancho Romy. What's your Instagram page? It's Romy Chase Forever. Romy Chase forever, and our listeners—they're going to put the letter for uh, the letter, the number for. Is it spelled out forever? It's spelled out forever, not the number. It is. We can thank Mr. Cheeks' album "Lost Boys" forever for that. This is the Ryan Show. Family back soon.